Welcome to the Business Blast Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. This episode is brought to you by Authors Unite. Authors Unite makes the process of becoming a published best-selling author as simple as sipping your morning cup of coffee. You can learn more about Authors Unite at AuthorsUnite.com. Now, let's jump into the episode. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. Today, I have Kelly Lampkin with us. She is a social selling expert and sales and marketing strategist for B2B SaaS companies. So welcome to the show. Thanks, Tyler. Good to be here. Thanks for having me. Of course. Grateful to have you here. Um, We'll dive into the first one, Kelly. The first question I have for you is, what is the best story from your life that has an underlying valuable message? Sure. Yeah. I spent a little time thinking about this one. Uh, in 2016, I did a trip around the world to a little over 20 countries across five continents. And, uh, that trip has a lot of stories, some of which are not probably appropriate for this podcast, (laughs) but, (laughs) but, uh, one that I think kind of taught me a lot is we, I'd been on the trip for like maybe three weeks and then we were going to move from Prague to Serbia. And there was like a bus that was going to take us there. It's like a 12 hour bus. And I was like, I don't think I want to be on a bus for 12 hours. So I talked to one of the girls that I was traveling with. And I was like, what if we just sign the cheapest flight to anywhere and just fly there instead and then meet everybody else in Serbia in a couple of days? <laughs> she was down. So we literally booked the cheapest flight to anywhere from Prague that could uh, take us back into Belgrade. And it ended up being in Crete, which is an island off of Greece. And I just like got on the plane and I was on the plane on my way to Greece. And I was like, this is insane because in my normal life, if I was going to plan a trip to Greece, I would like figure out what the currency is and figure out what the language is and learn a couple of phrases and maybe have a place to stay when I get there and know how to order things. Like I would have thought through all these things because um, I was a pretty good planner. And then I just got on the plane because it was just the day before we had booked it. And I remember thinking, this is like a totally different way of living my life. And it's not dangerous. Like it's totally fine. So we get there, we figure out like how to get a taxi to the Airbnb that we're at. The Airbnb was like $15 a night. It was gorgeous. It's like the, you know, the family cooked us dinner every night. Um, the mother-in-law had like won the local competition for the best grape leaves in that town. And we had a great time. And I remember the taxi driver was asking me and my friend, like how we knew each other, if we were sisters or something. And I was like, I just met this girl two weeks ago. I don't even know her last name. Like it was just an insane trip, but then we ended up being like really great friends. And we did, you know, 20 something more countries together after that. So I think what I learned from that is, I was a planner and I planned every little detail of everything, but you don't have to plan everything and you can still have a great time and a great story and nothing that bad really happens. So that has changed a lot of my perspective in business and also in travel. Mm, I agree. I couldn't agree more when I I did like a 15 country uh, travel Mm -hmm. uh, and I I was more on that, on that side of things where I would just like book it and then figure it out on my way. (laughs) Like, all right, let's go. Yeah. And then once you, once you do it, you know, you can do it again. So nothing can be, you know, I've been in some situations where I'm like, it can't be worse than this. It wasn't all rainbows. I'll t- a few of the hostels, this was back in like my college days. So a few of the hostels, they were like seven euros uh, a night mm-hmm. and I was like, deal. And then it would be like 40 <laughs> people in one room, like 20 bunk beds. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to sleep for the next week, but it is only $7 yeah. a night. So. It was funny. Yeah. A lot of stories like that for maybe another day. (laughs) Yes, for sure. Different podcast. (laughs) Um, 
So uh, yeah, thanks for sharing that with us. The next one I have for you is what is the most valuable piece of information we should know that's within your expertise or industry? Yeah, so I think because I was introduced as a social selling expert, and that's how we found each other, actually, is you found me on LinkedIn and mm -hmm. asked me if I would do this podcast. So I think that that is what I would like to talk about for this question, is a lot of people don't know what social selling is or how they can use it. They think it's just like, do I have a LinkedIn profile? Do I have a Twitter page? Do I you know, tweet? Do I post? And I think that it's a lot more than that. So for the last couple of years, I built out um, the social selling practice for uh, a large business. And we specifically sell to B2B SaaS companies. Uh, and we have a SaaS software ourselves. So I partnered really closely with LinkedIn. And that's what I was doing on my trip as I was bringing this program to our emerging markets and to our partners and customers all over the world. And I think that I mean, if anyone has questions, I have a ton more information about this uh, that we can speak about after. But I think if you want to be competitive in a marketplace in the millennium, you have to be on social. And it's it's so much more than just having a LinkedIn profile. Uh, and I think you want to be able to create a space via your website, via your social media that is working for you 24-7 because there's a lot of people that are going to be doing work remotely. Uh, the whole trip that I was on was all just people that were working remotely. You, I think, work remotely. A lot of your uh, people on the podcast you meet through LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. So to work in a global space, I think you really need to figure out how to leverage this to make it work for you 24-7. Agreed. Agreed. And um, it could tie in, but what's your best piece of overall business advice? So not necessarily industry specific. I would say like... I'm in sales and that's kind of how I built my, my career. So I think customer service is super important. And if you can just do 1% better than what people expect, you're going to have amazing evangelist customers. So in my market in San Francisco, more than 80% of my customers are repeat buyers. And I've been in the industry for a little over six years. Uh, and so I think by having a customer evangelist, and part of that is tied into doing your research on, on LinkedIn and on social, finding out about your customer doing some social listening, understanding what their problems are, who they already know, who they're connected to, who you have in common before you even get on that first call is just doing that 1% more than what they expect so that when you start to do the, the conversation and you start to move into the sales cycle, they're delighted. And that mm -hmm. is really how you create an evangelist customer and a repeat buyer. Mm -hmm. I just had one customer buy from me for the fifth time, mm -hmm. uh, which is pretty insane. Yeah. So I think just do 1% better than what people expect and you're going to have uh, a ton of customer evangelism. And if you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would that be? I find a funny one for this one. I was talking to my boyfriend about this last night and we were joking around, but I think it's kind of serious. Um, he was talking about cryptocurrency. <laughs> he was like, you should have bought more Bitcoin. <laughs> um, so I bought, I bought Bitcoin when it was at $300. I was kind of an early adopter in uh, the early 2000s, 2010s. Uh, and then I sold it when it was at 3000. So I was like, 100% return, like it will never get bigger than 3,000. And then it spiked to 20,000 like a week later. <laughs> yeah. um, so I would tell my younger self, like, get more educated about cryptocurrency. And even today, like, understand how it impacts your business and your market because it's not just going on Coinbase and buying a Bitcoin. There's so many more things that are going to happen on the blockchain that are going to influence so many other parts of how your business is going to operate uh, in, the new, in the new future that we're building. Yes. Um, and kind of going a little bit down a different path, but in your opinion, what is the key to happiness? I don't think it's that different of a path. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not money, but um, I think it's, I think it's gratefulness. I think that if you can find things in your life that you're grateful for, then you will remind yourself how happy you are. It's the people that are worrying about this FOMO and like the life they could have had 
and the life that they would have had. Like, had I bought Bitcoin, I would be happier because I'd have more money. Like, don't think about it that way. I think it's about being grateful and appreciating what you have. And that is what's going to drive happiness. And that's what I try to do every day. And what is the best book that you've read? And what was the number one thing you learned from that? So I'm in sales and I think a lot about how customers make decisions. I also think about how we get the happiest kinds of customers. So when I read The Paradox of Choice by Barry Schwartz, I really thought a lot about how the psychology of choices are made and how people make decisions based on how many choices they have and how you can position those choices, the order of the choices, the number of the choices, the time they have to make the decision, like all those things, I think. Uh, he does a really nice job of explaining the psychology behind how people make choices and then how buyer's remorse happens. And in sales, uh, that's critical to understand the psychology of how people make decisions. And what is your favorite quote and why? So my old professor used to say, success happens when preparation meets opportunity. And I think that that is just like the classic, you know, well, here's when you have an elevator speech. Like the reason why you have your elevator pitch ready is so that you can have success when the opportunity happens and you're prepared for it. And that's how I think everyone should live their life. Yes. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, the last one I have for you before we let you go uh, is where's the best place for people to find and or connect with you online? Happy to have anybody connect on LinkedIn, Kelly Lampkin on LinkedIn. And then I've got a bunch of stuff on there about how you guys can all be better social sellers and create customer evangelists. Perfect. Thanks again for jumping on. Thanks, Tyler. Good to talk to you.